You can check your Facebook thing to see if it's going. Are we going live? Nice, we're live. Hi everybody, I'm Chris Morgan and I am the Senior Minister at Centenary United Methodist Church and we welcome you to this show. The purpose of this is to allow our members and friends of Centenary to get to know a little more about our assistant pastor, John Duff. John yeah, has been me. with us for just over a week now. Yeah. So John, that's how's your week been? Exciting. It's uh it's been a good week. Um, I didn't really think about this before. Um, uh, I had a good weekend. Uh, if you uh, say that, I went to the gorge and went hiking, which was pretty fun. Uh, it was one of my friend's birthday, and so we did that, and that was cool. Um, and then this week has just been a regular week at church. Nothing too crazy, right? I don't no, nothing so. too crazy, Not except we're in the middle of a pandemic, and yeah. uh, John is coming in and trying to get to know people in the midst of Stop. a pandemic. We're totally crooked. We're crooked? We're crooked. Pardon okay. us for crooked. As everyone can tell, this is our first shot at uh, doing this show, are and uh, we are, yeah, we are working on it. Hi, eight people watching. Our question is: We're waiting on people to, uh, as we're waiting on on people to show up who might be planning to come. Uh, the question we're asking is: How's your week? Rate your week on a scale of one to yeah. ten, and if you want to give us, uh, if you'd like to give us a reason for that, uh, go right ahead. Oh, cool. Kathy's in the background, and uh, we are trying to get our technical difficulties worked out here. Uh, so, how's your week? Scale of one to ten. Uh, it's yeah. always an interesting week when COVID is around, and you know that anybody has the sniffles or the cough. You can practically clear an aisle in Lowe's or, or Walmart by by coughing or sneezing at this point. Yeah. So, how has your week been, Pastor Chris? It's been a good week. I've enjoyed getting to uh, uh, work with you and talk about some things that we'll be doing in the future. And um, we've had had a good week with the Morgan family, too, preparing to go to school. Yeah. Oh, man. Going back to school. That's kind of scary. It is scary because school doesn't look anything like school looked uh, at the beginning of last school year or any school year that I remember or any of our kids remember. Yeah, and, and you have a teacher in the house, too. I so. do. I have a math teacher who teaches at Danville High School. So uh, she's preparing to teach from afar, and the children are preparing to learn from home. And so we're going to do this the best that we can. That's cool. Well, we've been can reading. Can you see it. who's joined on us, Kathy? Yeah, uh, Jenny Voss, Randy Green. Hey, guys. Karen oh, Morrow. Randy was there last night, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Hey, Randy. Went to Randy Green was on the oh. prayer. Oh, okay, prayer. okay. Hi, everyone. Yeah. And Randy commented he is celebrating 20 years sober. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah he said that. That's yep. cool. Awesome. Uh, Jamie Bright. Awesome. Hey, Jamie. And that's all that's kind of commented so far. Cool, cool, cool. But we got 16 folks watching, so if you're watching, awesome. Hi. Well, we're happy that you're here with us. It's fun. Well, we were uh, talking about news stories earlier, and John, I want to ask you, like, uh, can you ever imagine punching a shark in the face? 
I can't really imagine that. Um, that would be pretty intense. Well, see, the difficulty with that was if the shark was above water, I could, like, punch. But if it was underwater, it's hard to punch when you're underwater, you know. It's got all that resistance. Anyway. So in, in Australia, uh, we've got this great story that's come out in the last day of uh, a man and his significant other. The man's name is Mark Rapley. Oh, you found and his name? I found his name. Uh, he, he didn't remain anonymous for long. Um, but a great white shark was attacking his surfing partner, and he went and he began pummeling the shark and just beating the shark, and everyone is hailing him as a hero, and Mark Rapley said, I just did what anybody else would do. So, so my question is, does punching a shark really do that much? But obviously it does enough. Well, she is expected to make a full recovery. That's awesome. And... Uh, he is credited with taking the shark off of her and getting the shark away from her. Yeah. Her name is Chantelle Doyle. She's 35 years old and uh, saved by the punching of the shark of her boyfriend, um, maybe boyfriend, at least at least uh, partner. Well, maybe in now. The sea. <laughs> well, that that would be a great excited. romantic story. Right? Yeah, there you go. They didn't really tell much much about that in the article. But. No, I had to look to find a, find Mark's name. Well, the, the reason that we're here and the thing that we want to do is that during the pandemic, um, we are finding various ways to, to get together as Sunday school classes. Um, I'm going to be trying to, to go out into the community and invite some people to, to have some, some communion services in their yards. Yeah. Um, yeah to be able to go to a park and, and do those sorts of things. That'd be really cool. But one of the things that we're doing is, is meeting in Sunday school classes, and now they're Monday school, Tuesday school, Wednesday school, out at the pavilion. Yeah. Um, but it's hard for us to really get a feel for uh, how we can relate to, to you and what your personality is like. So yeah. we thought we'd do this uh, in order to, to try to to figure out uh, a little more about John than you might know otherwise. And so uh, a few questions. What's the last book you read? So uh, the last book I read that was um, a fictional book was John Steinbeck, The East of Eden. I think I was talking about to you about this earlier. It's an incredible story. It's really long. It's an incredible story, and he's just a great author, and I love reading that. And the reason I started reading that, actually, cause it is because it was one of my sister's favorites, and um, I had been reading through different fiction one, and she was like, I really like East of Eden, so I decided to read that. And then um, I read, um, we'll just say Christian books. And the last one that I actually was reading a little bit of today is called the Burden is Light, and it's by one of my favorite pastors named John Tyson. So he's in New York City. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, and, and that's a pretty good book. But the, the fiction is uh, East of Eden. I like that one a lot. Okay. East of Eden. All right. And I just want to point out, I've got some questions for John. But those of you who are online, um, feel free to type your questions, and Kathy will relate them to us at, at some point. Um, I think there are two types and of Kathy, people. if you want to... Ask questions too. You can chime yeah, in. Kathy can chime in as well. So I will say that Becky Manis. Yeah. She says, "Behold!" With lots of exclamation points. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a story behind that. Okay. Becky Becky Manis is uh, one of our um, church members from from Williamstown, which was my first oh. full time appointment. And uh, cool. 
there's, there's a Bible study we participated in in which the Hebrew particle hine, which means yeah. behold, yeah. has a great deal of significance in cool. most of the biblical stories, actually. So before, um, as, as people are, are getting their questions, uh, I just want to ask you kind of a fun question. There are two types of people in the world. Okay. Uh, one type, when their alarm goes off in the morning, they get right up. And the other type of person would be the person that when the alarm goes off in the morning, snoozes, and some people snooze again and again and again. Are you a get right up or are you a snooze guy? So I'm a try to get right up guy. I do not hit snooze though, ever. If I lay back to bed, I just like don't hit snooze or sometimes I put it for like 30 minutes later, but I don't hit snooze because that's one of my pet peeves more, is when people hit snooze and it keeps going off and I'm trying to sleep and I'm like, ah. So I'm a, let's get up right with the alarm or don't hit snooze. My college roommates despised me because okay. I snoozed and snoozed oh, man. and snoozed So you're again. the opposite of me. So yeah, I'm exactly the opposite. So he's, we have any questions? That are... He's also the reason for me, too. He, now, that's what he's saying. We have one question from Jamie Bright who asked, do you have a significant other? I do not. Nope. Nope. I'm single. So there you go. So you've been here for nine days at this point, okay. beginning ministry. In the middle of the pandemic, when there's not a lot of traffic in and out of the church. But given that, yeah, what is the best part of the transition so far as you see it? Uh, that's a uh, good question. I really like the staff here. Um, and so getting to know the staff has been really fun. Uh, and I, well, I knew Chris beforehand, Pastor Chris. And so I knew I would fit pretty well with him in terms of personality and and the way we think about things but i've been really happily um not surprised just it's been happy to get to know the staff and their personalities and who they are um and i feel like i gel really well with them and so that's been really positive because obviously who you work with affects kind of your life outlook a lot so um yeah, so so that's been really cool. It's been really cool to meet the people that I've been able to meet so far in the congregation um, and to get to know them as well. And so that's been cool. And also, like, Danville's a really cool town. I'm kind of, I, I will say I am a curious and adventurous guy. And so I love, like, exploring new places. And so exploring Danville, even though it's not huge, is still a fun thing to me. So I, that's been kind of cool. A lot of great places in Danville, uh, a lot yeah. of good restaurants, a lot of historic buildings. Um, you can walk around very easily in Danville and, and take a photographic tour of yeah. uh, oh, a lot sure. of beautiful, beautiful scenes. Um, I got an email from uh, Asbury Seminary not long ago in the last two weeks uh, and learned that one of the mentoring figures in my life Dr. Donald Joy, who was professor of moral development when I was a seminary student, um, has gone on to his heavenly reward. Um, I can think of a handful of people that have really had the kind of influence that, that Dr. Joy had on me. I met 
uh, every Thursday with him and a, a group of men in in his office, and those were those were really formative events for mm-hmm. me. And so I'm just yeah. wondering, um, like, what what mentors do you have, and and what has what if you could just describe one, what has she or or, or he taught you about uh, ministry, about spirituality? Who who would you yeah. identify there? So I think uh, for me, I think of one the one of the times that was really formational in my life was college, and so uh, the college pastor that really mentored me during that time at I was at the University of Kentucky, and I was a part of the Wesley Foundation, the campus ministry there. Um, and Bill Hughes was the campus pastor then, and I just felt like he really um, he he was someone that mentored me, and I look up to, and um, I one of the things that he always said. Um, that really struck me and that I will probably say a lot too is um, he just really emphasized that God wants to be with us and like that God wants a relationship but that just like God wants to be with us because you know so often we think of Christianity as God wanting us to follow rules or to do certain things or to be holy which which is true in a lot of ways but a lot of it comes down to God wants to be with us um, and he just loves being with us. And, and that was really a big thing to me because I'm kind of a perfectionist. And so I'm a, I call myself a recovering perfectionist. So, so learning that God accepts me as I am and then he, he's going to help me grow and, and take next steps. Uh, but that he really just wants to be with me and love on me. And that was really big uh, for me. And so Bill, Bill's a mentor of mine. He's a pastor in the United Methodist Church. Um, Kathy, you got Karen Flores says Dr. Joy has been a guest speaker at Centenary in the past. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. And, and then I do have a question. An amazing man. All right, what's our question? Ann Arnold asks, have you ever taken an ASL class? I have not ever taken an ASL class. We had, at my former church, had a college student who actually was doing that at EKU, but um, I have not. And done. then she says, are you fluent in any other languages? No, I'm not fluent. I speak Spanish a little better than most people, probably. Give us some Spanish. Oh, I'm... I don't want to give Spanish. Me llamo John. Uh, if I was in a foreign country, I could think about it more. And then... You could probably survive. I know, yeah. Yeah, I won't say that. Never mind. Because then you, the more I tell you, you're going to say, give me a, you're going to want me to speak in that language. And I'm going to say no. Well, anyways, so so you finished seminary in May. Yeah, I finished in May. And yep. John has a Master of Divinity, yep. which is your uh, professional degree in in ministry. Most clergy uh, who have the degrees have a Master of Divinity. Uh, John also has a Master of Arts in in leadership. So he did yep. two different degrees there at Asbury Seminary, and so. John has learned a lot of things. I'm going to turn that on its head, though. And I'm going to ask you, like, in the last five years, what is something that you have had to unlearn? What is something that I've had to unlearn? You know, you gave me this question, and I tried to think a lot about it. And I still... Well, I'll give you an answer, and you might say that's not a good answer. But one thing that I've learned or unlearned is that, you know... Uh, I keep on saying, you know, I should probably quit saying that. Um, (laughs) In my uh, ministry with uh, the the young adults where I was previously, 
I used to I used to think I was like really good at doing the serious part of ministry, you know, the teaching about Jesus and helping people grow in their faith. And I used to be like, yeah, but I really need help with doing the fun stuff. But after being with them and doing that, they used to say, no, John, you're really fun and you're goofy. And so I've really like learned that. And they really helped me see that I have grown in that area of my life. And they were like, no, we think you're fun, John. Like, don't underestimate yourself on that. So I like to be goofy and I like to be myself. I'm not cool by any means but or hipster, but I like to be goofy. So, um, And I've learned to kind of bring that into my ministry. I don't know. Is that kind of an okay answer? That's an okay answer. So you, you've had to unlearn where you depend on other people to contribute yeah. their gifts because you had some gifts that you didn't maybe see in yourself to begin with. Yeah. 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 Um, your downtime, you did mention that you spent some time in the gorge. And one yep. thing I love about being a pastor and a dad is that I can have dad jokes and pastor jokes and dad jokes are about the same. Red River Gorge, actually, it was Don Joy that introduced me to the Red River Gorge. That's cool. And it is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it is. <laughs> so in your downtime, what do you do for fun? So, uh, yeah, I love. I actually love being outside and hiking, and I have a kayak that I'm super excited to be at Danville because we're close to the Dix River and uh, some water, so I'm excited for that. So if there's anyone that kayaks, I, you're not supposed to go kayaking alone, right? That's kind of dangerous. So I'm trying to find people in Danville to go kayaking with, although I'm sure there'll be lots of people. So I like that. I really, um, I like watching soccer, actually. Uh, It was interesting. I was in seminary for seven years, and at the beginning of seminary, there was not that many people that liked soccer that were Americans. But by the end, there was a lot more. And soccer has grown in... um, popularity in America. So I, I like walking, watching soccer. I play soccer with some of my seminary buddies. Uh, I like team sports. Um, I'm like watching UK basketball. Uh, I do some, I love to do woodworking in my downtime. Um, I've uh, done a few projects uh, for myself and for others, and that's really fun. I don't have a lot of equipment though. Um, so it's primarily like going over to other people's house, which is also a great way of bonding. So I love doing that too. Um, yeah, and I like ping pong too. So ping pong's fun. So the rumor is that John is undefeated. They had this ping pong tournament at St. Luke United Methodist Church, and that John is undefeated. John has his own paddle that he got from Hong Kong ten years ago. Yeah, um, it might need a little bit of repair, refurbishing. Yeah, but uh, anyway, he would like to challenge. Anyone who believes himself or herself to be good at ping pong, and uh, even even in pandemic, we can make this happen. We can move the ping pong table downstairs, and we can uh, have ping pong tournaments outside under the portico if if we need to do that. We'll wipe down the handles and we'll wipe off the balls. There are ways that this can be safely. Done. I would love to do that if anyone wants to come play ping pong. You can come on your lunch break if you work or in the middle of the day if you want to, too. Well, you're working from home, some of us, so whenever and, you have time. Are there any other questions from online? Not yet. 
No, no other questions from online? Well, um, so I want to ask that one to you, too. What have you had to unlearn in the past five years? Oh, I'm constantly learning, and I'm constantly unlearning, and I'm constantly doing experiments. And uh, this is really silly, really silly. But as I'm typing, um, I never know whether I need to hit the number six with my left hand or my right hand. Yeah. So in the last um, in the last two weeks, I have wow. done some research on whether I should use my left hand to hit the number six or my right hand. As it turns out, the number six is two-thirds in the left quadrant or the, the left half of the keyboard and one-third on the right half. So I have decided from henceforth, Oh. from now on, I am going to type the number six with my left hand. Okay. As it should be in a normal typing class. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, my my uh, typing teacher may actually be watching this, and if, if she is, she, she'd say that should not have been a question that, that I ever had to research. Lord Hoagland chimes in and makes a comment. He said, glad John is a Steinbeck man, much better than Chris and the Great Gatsby. <laughs> oh, are you, are you a Great Gatsby fan? Uh, the Great Gatsby is, is just one of the most remarkable pieces of literature in which every word seems to be woven together. Uh, with every other word to make this great tapestry, but but Mort ended You're up liking that there. too. Uh, Mort, Mort, it took him several times, but uh, I think a good discussion with uh, with some good folks here in town. Uh, good, great Gatsby. The movie's not bad either, uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I think I saw that, but I don't remember it too much. Other than there's a lot of partying, right? A lot. But that's the Gatsby. Roaring Twenties. That's a great it's Gatsby. So. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, well, as we uh, kind of come to an end tonight, a few few next steps that we want to encourage everybody to take: um, uh, join the Centenary Facebook group so that you will know when events like this are going to happen. John and I are going to be doing this again next week, and uh, we're going to continue to get to know John. <laughs> Sorry, Kathy made a really weird face. <laughs> And it made me laugh. She's off screen over here. So um, I was just explaining myself. Sorry. Go. And for all of our church people, uh, Last Call Before Fall yeah. is coming up this Sunday at 5 o'clock. And what we're going to do is um, the kids and our graduates that we have not been able to honor in person, uh, we want to line the parking lot so that as they drive through, hopefully, with with their names, their grades, um, even our, our graduates, some of them are going to put on caps and gowns and yep. stand up through the sunroof. We want to just be able to to see them in person and to to give them a great send off to the beginning of a new school year. And for those who have graduated, uh, to to recognize them in person. Um, and that's gonna be cool. I'm excited for that. That's that's going to be a great opportunity for us to be outside and uh, be together in ways that, that we haven't been together in a while. Um, John and I are meeting with different Sunday school classes. There are several of those that have been set up, and uh, we are absolutely open to, to meeting. I know that some of you are meeting by Zoom. We, we're happy to join you. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll find a time where that works. Uh, and we're, we're also... I'll uh, I'll be emailing the leaders about that. So if you haven't gotten an email from me, you're on the list. Don't worry. But we're excited to come and hang out with you. 
And we did that uh, last night, actually, Yep. with uh, one of our Sunday school classes out on the Tuesday night. On the pavilion. I really like the pavilion. It's really cool. The pavilion is, is a great place, and uh, I keep telling this, and those of you who are, people told me a year ago, we don't ever use the pavilion anymore. It's such a shame. Well, we're using the pavilion so often that you've got to be on the schedule now to, to get in the pavilion, and so uh, it's a great place. It's mm-hmm. not even, even in the heat of the day, um, the coolness from the trees and the wind blowing, that's great. And we, of course, invite you uh, to join us for worship. We will worship in person at 9 o'clock and 11.15 at Centenary, and we will also be broadcasting live our services for those of you who are not ready to come out yet and who... Um, for safety's sake or worshiping from home. We look forward to the time when we're all together again, yeah. but uh, in, in, this, in this time we are committed to, uh, to doing our best to mm-hmm. making the, uh, in order to make these services available to, to all of our folks. So yeah. next week we're gonna continue this conversation, and if you have some other folks that you'd like to invite to be a part of that, then uh, bring them together next week at 6.30 on Wednesday. John, yep. do you have any closing thoughts for us? They can bring, send their questions in. Oh, yeah. Send your questions in ahead of time if you want to. You can send those to Kathy. Office. Office at danvillecumc.org. Uh, that would be that would be pretty cool. Yeah, no, I was, gonna, I was also going to say that I um, – it was my first time at worship on Sunday. And that was pretty cool. But I felt really good about worship. It's uh, they've Danville Centenary's done a lot of good things to make it safe for people. So everyone's wearing masks, and uh, it just seems like um, it is a safe place to come. Obviously, if you're not want to come back, we understand that. But know that we're doing our best to follow the protocol and to get people to be able to worship in person, because um, because that's a really great thing to be able to do that. Um, so. Yeah, and if you're interested in hosting, uh, here's here's the idea for communion out in the community. Um, I want a maximum of four or five church members to invite a maximum of eight or nine not church members from their community who might not come to church, um, but might very well set up a, a chair in in your front yard, uh, socially distanced in a large circle hear a brief meditation, and share in the sacrament of Holy Communion. I'm going to be doing that and scheduling that in the month of September when hopefully it will be beautiful outside and we'll be able to do that um, some evenings during the week and even some daytime uh, opportunities as well. So please let me know if that's something that you would be interested in. And if you've got a huge deck out back, that's a great place. If you've got some some flat area in your backyard or front yard. But the key is um, a couple of families from Centenary invite some friends who you've always thought, you know, I, I ought to invite them to church, but you're not sure if they want to go to church. Uh, yeah. We're going to bring the church to, to them and to, to different communities within Danville. That sounds really cool. So thank you all for tuning in tonight, and we look forward to seeing you one way or another, virtually or in person, in the near future. Yep. See you guys. Blessings to you.